As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. Hello, and welcome to Hazeltown Story Discovery Episode 8. Um, so, uh, last time when we uh, finished our episode, uh, our group uh, came across uh, the people who were kind of doing the uh, stealing of the robot, robot parts and uh, was briefly introduced to uh, what exactly they were doing with those parts. And that's uh, where it ended. Um, I'm going to say going forward, uh, I'm going to try something new of these little intro things because I don't need to introduce the characters anymore. I have an idea on how I can introduce what happened last time a little bit better, mainly just playing the last couple uh, seconds of the last episode. And that's pretty much it. And because really these little intro bits, I really haven't had much to say with them. So, um... I think I can actually found a little bit more efficient and also automated uh, way of, you know, doing this. So in the future, this is probably going to change. But regardless, um, let us go ahead and get to those uh, character introdu yeah. introductions. I, I apparently can't speak today. Yeah. Hi, I'm Max. I play Arya Strigel, a doctor slash uh, mortician. And uh, the pronouns are they, them. Uh, right. I think that's everything. Yep, Bob, you're next. Uh, hello, I am Bob Nader. I am playing Ferris Diotero. He is a full-time explorer, part-time TV host for his own TV show, Whole Wide World. And uh, he's a he-him. All right. Hi, I'm Carvel. This time I'll be playing Elmis Grenner, she-they. An engineer who will often ask the question of "Can I do this?" rather than "Should I?" In, as evidenced by your admissions, I also play Claudia Lupin, a th a would-be thief, and Uhar Governor, a retired pirate. Hello, I am of course Death Master Seven Eighty. I play Bobby, a businessman who does nothing illegal whatsoever. Pronouns are he him, and I also play Nell's Masters, a uh, lady obsessed with death. Pronouns are she her. Uh, I'm Torpetypus, and I play Aravia, uh, she her, and uh, she's the mad cow your parents warned you about. You see, um, very kind of like this is, uh, I would say like the parts are slightly sleek. Um, like it's not, if I'm trying to think of like a comparative model, I would say maybe something more akin to, you know, that, uh, the, that version of I robot Will Smith. Now the yeah. robots don't look like that. that that's kind of yeah. what this one looks like. Um, like with the, the sleek, um, arms specifically, uh, in the center, like in the, the trunk, uh, there is a, it's kind of open and you can tell that the kind of trunk of this thing is where all the parts like all the brain and all like all the, the computer bits would be 
uh, the with the exception that would not be in the head. Uh, you could tell that it has been a little bit jury rigged to fit what is essentially inside a you like you know the um in Super Metroid the the canister that the super the little baby Metroids in how it kind of just looks like a like a glass tube that has liquid um, it has liquid in it but also in the center of the liquid is a um a crystal that is very like shaped right uh and the head the head looks um it looks like uh essentially robocop's head when he doesn't have the helmet like the face looks like a human face but it's there's like it has like almost you could almost say like a wig almost of hair which is just kind of short and black like very like oh we want to put hair on it so we're just going to use kind of something cheap uh but it is not you would not mistake this for a natural person's head even though the face kind of looks human oh um ain't this a horrific creation you've created here eh, not bad not bad for what for the materials you use it's uh, not great but Specifically, that was a crystal in the, the jar. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ravi is just gonna walk up to it and put her hand on it and just go. Can, can you hear me? Um. As you do so. Um. At okay. Actually, you know what? I was gonna try and hold it until we got done with this segment. So I will actually be right back real quick. God damn it, Lolo! God damn it, Lolo! Gotta leave you hanging. Don't fucking blue ball me like this. <laughs> Amazing. Son of a bitch. Yeah. What will happen to Aravia? Just hang loose. Oh, yeah. Axe. I didn't do it. Is uh, Arya's a doctor, right? A uh, doctor and a mortician. Hmm. So your skills may be useful in a minute. I mean, if, if you're asking me to perform, like, an autopsy, I've never done one on the iRobots from... The hot Will Smith movie, I, Robot. <laughs> well, just, you may need to save this crystal from whatever the hell these kids did to it. That'll be, that'll be tricky. I mean, but... it's very obvious here. The, the jar isn't the kid's fault. Yeah, this, the jar's the kid's fault. They, like, they thought Everything they were... else, though, is the yes, problem. Yes, the android's yes. their fault. Yes. All right. <laughs> I will do many things for this show so to, to prevent it you know, at a point. It's not one of those things. Look, well, you gotta just sometimes learn to go on stream. It's fine. Keep a bottle nearby. God. No, you no. gotta wear your gamer diaper. <laughs> My bathroom is like 10 feet away. <laughs> wear your gamer diaper. I'm not Game wearing it. No. <laughs> Anyway. Wait, that's not an actual thing. Like is. Old, I'm looking at this. It's not. No, it's not. Look, DM, that just sounds like a pain in the dick. Uh, they I are. Mean, it's I an mean, actual thing. What the I'm, fuck? I mean, Torbo really sounds like it. <laughs> Gaming diapers are a thing. Uh, yeah, you say it like it's surprising. <laughs> it does surprise me. Anyway. Um, G Fuel branded gamer diaper. God damn it. Uh, anyway. Um, so you as you touch the 
the thing. You can tell that they're um, your supernatural senses are definitely tingling at this point. You can tell that whatever's in there uh, was at some point active. However, it is not currently active, like in terms of you can feels like whatever is in there is sleeping. Like it is in a state of like um, a kind of a sleep mode that kind of keeps it like alive, uh, even though it is not receiving power. So it's trying to preserve its kind of lifetime, if that makes sense. So when you say preserve, would giving it electricity uh, give it power to stay active? That could be the case. What you just tell that there is it's doing something, but you it is at the moment it is not in a state in which it can actually do anything. So Ravia, what's the diagnosis? Yeah, okay, so one more time, what was that? Sorry. Okay, uh so you as you put your hands on it, you can tell that there is something definitely alive about whatever's in the jar. Um, the thing is you can tell it's in a kind of a sleep mode state. So stasis, you, yeah. yeah, it's kind of in a stasis so that it, um, it isn't active at the moment, but it's trying to, it, it's basically in a sleep mode. So it's trying, it's not using enough. It is either trying to recharge itself or is trying to, uh, maintain enough power to like keep itself active until it's needed again. Now is this, okay. is this jar inside the AI unit? It is. It Whereabouts? It's in the trunk. So it's like in the stump. It's like the it's stomach. in the in the like the torso, the middle. Bowels. Kind of, yes. But we can see it like. Yeah, it, it's it's not like it doesn't have like actual guts. It's like um, basically can... like what my question really is, is like um, is this jar okay? So if the, if we say that like the AI is laying down, right? So it's like it's horizontal. Is yep. the jar's opening horizontal too, or is it like a smaller jar where it's standing straight up vertically? It's standing straight up vertically in the stomach of the AI, and it's capped. It's not like it's like it is a contained unit. It's not like it's open and spilling. So Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, it is Krang essentially. Wow, this is a terrible design, and there's no way this could possibly work. Okay, everyone, so quick rundown. It is definitely alive, and it's a sleepy baby. But is it a sylph? Probably. I can't tell for certain. Okay, yeah. It's living. It is alive. It is a living crystal sitting in there, but I could not communicate with it. Because it's a sleepy baby. Hmm. Bobby Honestly, turns to Ari and says, Good doctor. Is there anything you can do for it? Well, this is all very complicated, but this really stupid design uh, kind of makes it easier to get at it. Um, really, it's just, I don't see too many connections between it and the robot, so we could just sever what's there and probably it'll be fine. Uh, before Arya, before you say severed, Ravi, you were saying that it's in sleep mode, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. It's it's well, it's sleeping, so I don't know how. It's like I don't know if we're separating it from the body. We might like give it a shock that would kill it. 
so um uh, then what I would like to do let's see hold on, let me look at my stuff um right, if I can do something here. while you while you look at that I will just say as you're doing this Joe just kind of because she's still in the room and she's like uh well this obviously we're we kind of piecemealed this together we just received the the she kind of waves her hand at the thing not knowing what's called the 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 crystal i guess that's all that she sent to me um but it looked like it had connections to it that you if you had plugged it into what looks like like kind of motorized parts it looks like we could technically get it it looks like the connections there look to be like some mobility like connecting to like mobility like hardware so we just kind of connected it to it we kind of just got those parts recently so we were going we actually were planning on training trying to power it up like either today or tomorrow okay so buddy joe i'm gonna let you in on something here so first off that crystal that thing is probably a sylph which are living things colonies usually much larger than that this was probably chipped off by Orion, who have a history of trying to use sylphs to power their machines, which is why it has the connections. And third off, congrats, you're doing exactly what they did. She's kind of friend. Probably shakes his head. Um. So while all this is going on, I'm kind of checking out the. So like, what what does the connections look like from the unit, the AI itself, to the crystal? Uh, they are basically wired, like, uh, if you've ever, um, there's, like, ribbon cables, and there's, like, I would say, in total, there's about 20 different connections that are connected to various bits on the, let's say, the robot. All right, so if I were to, I don't know if you'd let me get away with using Get the Brochure from my, uh, Scholar set along with an investigate role to see whether or not I can determine if any severing of the connections could possibly cause an issue. That I would say it's in the brochure. I would not say it would kill. Let me double check to make sure what the description says. Yep. But I believe that for what the purpose of it was, I don't believe that is going to work. Uh, if given time to prepare... So this is specifically about the so you're it's so I got the brochure is about finding information about the location that you're at. So it's, not bro about it's finding, broader. Yes. OK. All right. So forget about that. So, um, you know, I'm going to run in on a, a two die roll for investigate. I want to see if uh, I can determine whether or not severing any of these connections would cause an issue with the crystal. OK. Um, I would say in that case, uh, since it's something that's very patchwork, I would say that your effect is going to be limited. Uh, that being said, there is no actually. Well, before you roll, I'm going to spin stress to help out Arya because this is falls directly into like Elvis's purview. So, yeah, like the two of us combined, you're with your technical knowledge and me with my, uh, you know, doctor knowledge, I guess. Fancy fingers. Yeah, fancy fingers. Uh, what um, would you say is the position would be? 
I would still say your position is actually going to I double check what the it's um was it controlled risky and desperate desperate uh i'm gonna say this is actually risky all right let's get a little frisky risky and you said limited effect limited effects you have an additional die from uh from uh elmas click three there we go all right damn uh so that is a one a two and a four which means that this is going to be a limited well it's going to be a partial success um which in this case, uh, what I'm going to, uh, I what I'm going to here is how I'm going to go about this. Um, is as you can, as you kind of go like, as you all have been standing around, you can tell that the glow of the crystal has been getting slightly, very gradually brighter, uh, and. Uh, so who's going to be the person that actually goes in and like pokes around? Uh, is it going to be Arya, or um, is it? It's probably both Arya and Elmas are both working. Yeah. So since Art, and also since it's Arya's role, um, uh, as Arya kind of pokes around in it, uh, as they touch one of the connections, uh, you feel a very faint zap. Uh, which I'm going to say gives you one stress. Like it is, Boy. it is not a harming. Like it's not like a, it's not like stun gun. Uh, but it is a uncharacteristic, like shock, as in it's like something did not like that. No, okay. it's like grabbing an electric fence. So um, Arya turns to, to Elmas and says, "All right, so this is a lot more sensitive." than I originally thought it would be. These are these are reacting to even the slightest touch, uh, which means this is probably going to be extremely dangerous, even moving one of these connections, let alone all 20. Great, 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 great. <sighs> so, I mean, it's not a good thing that this is, that they've connected to this crystal. And I think we should really definitely find a way to get that thing out of there uh but from a from a medical standpoint as of right now i don't think this is uh i don't think slicing in is gonna be a good idea uh also i would like to point out that this is very much a this is a android this is not like it's there's no real bio part of it to begin with the crystal is the only technically bio like mechanical part of it yeah i'm not worried about the ai i'm worried about the crystal and also you know worried about those these connections you know killing me well it i if there's anything that's in ai about this it is the crystal that is because yeah. anything nothing else is it like a brain yeah just to be clear about that yeah no no i'm not i'm not like i said i'm not concerned about the ai's state of being one way or another it's Really, just how are we going to get this freaking crystal out of here? Uh, Aravia, you're the closest that can talk. So, what you, what do you, I'm going to, we'll take you. Do you, do we want to turn this on maybe at least see if they're able to talk or do you want to just, um, before I actually, I, I know Joe's reaction to us chewing into her anyway. We never actually did get that. Uh, she just kind of been sitting there in silence. Yeah, fucking think about what you did. 
Bobby has an idea. Do we still have a means to contact Sophie from the last self campaign? You do actually. I mean, you can. It's not going to be. It's going. It would take. It would take like setting it up. But if you want to like set up a meeting with her, you can. Not sure of the benefit because the issue right now is immediacy. The machine. Yeah. Uh... So, Joe, quick question: Was this crystal? brighter at any point um it had a faint glow it's always had a faint glow but i've we've kind of put some power to it and as we've put power to it it's glowed a little bit brighter but nothing much we've it's actually connected to power right now we just haven't like fully turned it on yet uh if you would want to do so i mean it could be possible to load the crystal with power and maybe short out the AI unit that way. But that could also risk the crystal exploding. Yeah, I'd rather not have anything break at the moment. Let's just turn it on. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Judge says, do you, you want me to turn on the power to it? Yeah, yes. uh, Habana, come on, we'll do this. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Joe just kind of rolls the the body over a little bit and on the back of the unit um, where the battery would be in, uh, she kind of flicks it on and at, for about a couple seconds, not much happens but then as it kind of as, like after a couple seconds the crystal then starts to very brightly glow uh and after about a minute, uh, the face for the robot uh, was it was just like its eyes were closed. It looked like it was sleeping. Uh, and then eventually um, the eyes just bolt open and just start looking around the room. The head starts to move and the um, as as the head starts to move and sees the people, um, it actually fixates on Aravia. Oh, God damn it. Uh, and then you see the face freeze up, and then you see the body kind of lift up, and then the face starts to move again and kind of orient itself to look at Aravia, and then the, the face freezes again, and then the body kind of twists a little bit. Um, and as then the body kind of sticks in place and then the head starts moving again and looks around the room and says, this is different. Uh, in a, is it talking almost, through the robot? Or? It is talking through the... It's, it's acting like the face is like it's a human face, like it's actually talking. Okay. And uh, from... It looks like it emotes and then talks. Um as it says, and it looks somewhat confused and then starts to talk. This, this is not, where am I? In the dorm room. Steinwald. Ah, this is far away. Uh, it's a long way from home, I know. Uh, and as you say, as Ravi says that, he's like, I, and the robot just looks around a little bit and is like, I sense that I am not 
in their captive anymore. No, uh, someone actually had a, a what's the term? Crisis uh, of conscience. Yeah. It's like and, and gave you away to a bunch of nerds. Uh, it's just kind of idea, but here we are. Just kind of looks around and is like, well, that's interesting. No shit. Well, since you can talk, what do you want us to do? We're not going to give you back to those people who capture you. Make that clear. But other than that, what do you want to do? The robot looks very confused and just says, I don't know. I, I apologize. This is very alien to me. Yeah, I he, figure as much given the whole robot body thing. Yes, I see that I'm connected to something. This, I, and he just kind of, you can tell that as he moves, he's moving one bit at a time. So that, like, say for example, if he's moving, well, the robot as it moves its arm, uh, it will move its arm, but nothing else will move. It's almost as if it can only move one thing at a time. At this point, Elvis is going to make a snide comment. Ah, see, so you didn't get the actuators working. That's it's not those. It's a sylph. They don't really move a whole lot. Uh, the as you say that, uh, the robot uh, chimed in is like, um, well, I guess technically, according to uh, you, you're kind of partially right. Um, uh, it, the robot just kind of chuckles, like, I, I guess you're not part of them, but I guess you kind of are somewhat familiar with us. Um, I've talked to a number of you, actually. Um, we well, get around. Uh, this kind of looks as like, well, technically, uh, I believe I'm trying to your nomenclature is a little bit different than ours, but I believe you actually I what I um, would be referred to as a nymph, I believe. Mm, yes, actually, we met one, too, as well. Yes. Uh, lovely lady. Lovely yes. lady. Uh, oh, you have met another nymph before. Is this I? your locale? You mentioned that we are part of the Steinwald. We are, that means seed bear. We means I'm on another planet. Um, this isn't last time. Apologies, last time I was awake, I was on Romulus. Uh, this is different. Um, I, I don't recall this area being populated by other nymphs. Uh, she's an exception, let's say. Yes, that's probably the best way to put it. Um, might be a look like a uh, must be a small colony then. That's not. It is. It is a relatively small colony and pretty well hidden. I also that's... accidentally terrorized her, but that's a different issue. You. You are an interesting case. You are, are you interesting? Interesting? Yeah. That's you, a flag. Yeah, you emanate a signature that's your signature is interesting. I can't quite place it. Yeah, I keep getting that and I don't know why. Um uh anyway, I I suppose that I um Yes, I su I suppose I, I apologies. Um, I I don't know. This is last time. I I'm very confused. I apologize. No, no, no. It's fine. Take your time. 
Tell you um, what, friend. Would you like to get out of here? Go someplace a bit more private than the dorm room? Well, I don't know. Do, do, has anyone been after me by any chance? Are you not, you're not in danger, are you? Not yet. I am but... the danger. Yeah, she is the danger. So it's fine. Not to but, you, though. Yeah, not to not to you, but just to just things in the vicinity. No, I've I've maybe taken it upon myself to protect. But we are, however, in a about it. of a friend of a dangerous group situation. He looks at Joe as he says that. But no, so this is Orion, not the best. Do we need to worry? The best place yeah. to be. I it's like oh I guess I just hope that they are not after me. Um, but this is quite a bit. Distance, so hopefully that I'm safe. It's just I don't know what to do at this point. It's actually rather interesting. Bobby may have an idea to help with want? that. Yeah, what do you? Well, go ahead, Bobby. Actually, yeah, That's Sophie again, but he's not going to talk about Sophie in front of the Joes. Yeah, I'll just. So, so is there anything you want specifically? Um. Uh, this is, well, I I guess uh, from what I could tell just as a idiom is I'm a bit of a fish out of water in this case. I, I, it's not like I, I don't know because I don't know if home would be a good place for me to be. So I guess I'm here now. Do you think we can like, if it's no trouble, we could store, we could give you a place to stay at our office, at least until you figure out what you want to do for something a bit more permanent. Is that cool with you? Uh, I guess at this point, I, I would imagine this is not a lab, and the lab that I would be in, this is, you are not those people. They would not be so uh, casual, I guess, would be a phrase. I I do have a few things I actually want to ask you really quick. So that body you're in is the reason you're only to move able to move one thing at a time. Your problem or the robot's problem? Uh, it's basically I need to maneuver. Um, it's actually the um since you are someone aware the as in he just kind of looks down and like. Moves arm, like kind of pointing towards the thing. Um, I am the only one in here, and it feels like a few others could be stored in here. If I was originally part of a group, and now I was head, I guess, in your terms, would be head of that group. Uh, it's it, it, it to answer your question a little bit more directly, it is a me problem, I guess. This, I'd have to manually move each thing at one at a time. Avi mm. turns to Ravi and says, you may be giving our friend here a piggyback out of here. That's, that's fine. Really quick though, Joe, could you leave the room really fast? Uh, Joe just kind of nods and just leaves. You too, Joe. Okay. And Bobby shoves Joe off the door. Well, well, Joel was always in the downstairs. No, Joel got brought with. Because oh, okay. Bobby's keeping an eye on Joel. Either way, though. So, uh, do you have a name for yourself? Um, 
Yes, um, a name, name, name. Um, normally, hmm, that people who might, I don't have much communication with outside people, so I really wasn't given a name other than a number. Um, he, the robot just kind of thinks, is like, I think um, a name that's, I, I think of a name and just the only thing that comes to me is Ash. Okay. Uh, so it's not Ash. Joe. At least it's not Joe, it's true. So Ash, would you like us to possibly introduce you to the local colony? That would be interesting. Um, that could be something that could help. You said that there is... You met a nymph before? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Uh, if you want, we could have you meet her instead. That could very well be hey i would like to see if the colony was put there if it's natural or if it's not that would be a good thing to find out the colony seemed pretty natural to me but we can, we oh, can have you meet sophie yeah i say we will call when we call sophie into the office and then the two of them can talk we'll just yeah we'll meet her there yeah my home okay so ash friend we're gonna be taking you out of here we're bringing if we can the robot with just so um because you seem to sleep when it's not on uh yes the there's not really much for me to do when i'm not connected i do you seem to be quite cross with them for doing that but this is actually given me a mobility that I did not have when I was just in that jar. So this is not the best, but it is better than just being stuck. No, that's that's fine. I understand. But yeah, we we can bring you back with us and have you meet up with our, our friend, the nymph. That would be probably the best next step. Okay, well, Ash... Sounds like we've got a deal. Everyone, we good? Yeah. Bobby nods. Joe's, you're coming. Joe's, you're coming with us. Uh, I don't have the time to go through your documentation, and you probably didn't write any. So, come on, Joe's you're not coming with us. They're coming. They're coming to help to take for the teardown of all this stuff to the car. That's where they're coming from because I can't tear all this down safely by alone. So, they don't right, have to come to the office. They so don't. One thing you could actually giving a piggyback ride, you do also have access to someone with a van. Remember. Yes, you do. Yeah, we, we have radio. Okay, I forgot. They're right. They're still, we're still going to need to take them down to the floor, first floor. They're helping with that. Yes. Well, so, Joe and Joel are coming with, but not to the office. Bobby's got a different destination for them. Sure, whatever. Just make sure they come back to school tomorrow. They owe me... Himana owes me money. Why? I want to bet. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, go ahead. I say, Arya, thank you for getting shocked. Uh, I appreciate the help. Just kind of salutes. Took one for the team. Um, so I take it at this point that the Joes help you move Ash down to the floor where at this point, um, 
Also, due to the way that the system is, um, you also carry them to a transit station where you parked, which is a couple blocks away. So you have to, as you do this, you put on a coat and a hat on Ash and just, <laughs> like, weekend at Bernie's Ash through the city. Give but, a little mustache and everything. Um, but since this is also a college town, it, no one really bats an eye. Yeah, somebody's got to do the walk of shame eventually. Um, but you call Radio, you get assistance from her. Uh, she brings Ash to, um, I think you want to bring her to the library, or to the office? The office. And also yeah. we're going to call, Ravi is going to call Sophie just before they uh, leave so they can meet up in time. So, um, at this, oh God, hold on. I got to look. I think his name was Martin. Uh, so you actually have Martin's number who Sophie's basically living with Martin. Yeah. Uh, and, um, Martin, like, so you kind of meet, uh, like, um, you kind of, uh, give, Martin, a heads up that in Sophie, like, oh, hey, here is, we found another nymph. Yeah, we found a friend who's a long way from home. Um, so that is definitely something you could do. Um, and Bobby, where are you dropping off well, Joel? Joel? All right, well, first, as they're leaving, Bobby will talk to the, the three Joes that are staying behind, saying to them, stay out of trouble now, y'all. You don't ever have a group of people like us coming up in your place again. And then he will shake each one of their hands and slap a business card into it, saying, for when you're ready, join the workforce. All right. And, and as, then... as, as for Joe and Joel, he's taking them to the police station to hand off to Toby. Um, okay, so basically it's like, he, he just kind of like, uh, okay, um, uh, Thanks. These two are going to make quite right what they did wrong. He says to Joel, you tell him everything about what happened at the factory. And you, says pointing to Joe, tell him everything that happened with your friend and Cygnus. Or Orion. It's Orion. It, yep. Um, also, uh, at, so actually at this point, um, Toby would be off the clock because it's at night. Uh, so I imagine you're just going to his apartment. Which I feel would be a better visual. Yeah, sure, yes. whatever. Yes. Toby after dark. Yep. Toby's always on the clock with this group now. Yep. That's the price he pays for knowing us. Yep. So Toby, somewhat confused, but kind of gets his like, okay, uh, I guess I'll take it from here. Glad, and then... glad to hear it, officer. Be seeing you tomorrow night. You gotta go squash them Nazis. It, it, he just kind of does the, like, gives you a thumbs up. All right. Uh, so spits that, him back and drives off. Okay. Um, and at that point, uh, you all then after that meet up at the office um, where you see Martin and Sophie there. Howdy, strangers. Hi. How's the security system working? Uh, it Martin just chimes in. It seems like fine. We've not really had any issues so far. 
Yeah, so uh, you're going to need to say hi to our friend, Ash. And Ravi just gestures at the android now there in the privacy of the office. Uh, so I take it that um, Radius also there and just kind of prop, propped Ash up in a chair and kind yeah. of turned it on. So Ash is there is in almost as Sophie kind of walked in and is like, uh, he like he just kind of sits up and just kind of looks at her. Wave at Sophie. Uh, it I yeah he just kind of like almost looks like it takes him like a couple seconds to him to respond, and just kind of raises their hand and just kind of waves. Yeah. So Sophie, this is our friend from a foreign land who's intensely out of their depth. Uh, Sophie also sure, looks. You know the feeling. Uh, Sophie just kind of also looks at uh, Ash in as the two look at each other. Um, you can tell that they are like as they kind of look at each other. Arava, you can tell that there is something going on between them. Like they are able to talk without like actually verbally talking. To be fair, I, I think I don't think Ash realizes that they can talk to Aravia without talking. But yeah. Uh, so it seems uh, like you two are, are uh, having a good time together. Martin, uh, to, to explain this a little bit, our friend here, and Aravia points to the jar with the crystal in it, uh, is also a nymph like Sophie, but in a much more problematic position. See, our, our friend here uh, was stolen and spirited away by a group of terrorists who like to use and abuse sylphs. Uh, and then, funny enough, one of them had a, a, a sort of crisis of conscience uh, and pawned it off on her friend, who her friend and her friend's roommates thought it would be a good idea to hook, this, hook it up to a robot. This monstrosity. Not a monstrosity, I've seen worse. I mean, I'm sure you've seen better, too. I mean, sort of, but, you know. My, my point is, my, my point is here, uh, is that our poor friend here is in a, a bit of dire straits. And we figured, you know, may as well bring our friend Sophie, who I'd appreciate if y'all could talk normally. Um, bring Sophie in as, as someone who's also a nymph. Um, let me just try and think. Um, so uh, let's say as a bit, uh, Sophie just kind of chimes in of like, is like, uh, I'll actually speak on both of our behalves. Uh, yes, this, I, I, as you refer to them as Ash, I understood Ash's, pl uh, kind of problem. And yes, this is an interesting problem that you have um this is actually quite an interesting thing here um i ash is in quite an interesting predicament here because separated from the colony kind of just walking the earth just without a home uh which almost very much in the same case as mine, but I had talked with, you know, the people out here and decided on my own to just kind of do this. Uh, Ash here just kind of was forced to do that. 
Yeah, that's why I actually asked uh, Ash. I should also run it by you if we could introduce Ash to the local colony. That would be, it would be a nice gesture, but I don't know if that would be, you see, it's not exactly easy for like one to become reacclimated, so to speak. Uh, you can't just kind of move into a colony like this. Uh, we would have to return. Uh, you'd have to return to um, Ash if to kind of be reconnected to um, kind of their own colony. It would take the process could be technically done, but it's not going to be one anytime soon. Like it would have to be exposure to it for quite some time and this isn't like days this is possibly years years oh, that's nothing um so unless we were able to get hit unless you would get ash back to the original place that's which we aren't yeah we we can't unfortunately that's not an option so we don't have the means clarify i it, it so it's like yes i I imagine that that would be the case. That is, if Ash here would want to become reacclimated now, now that Ash is free, um, this could be an interesting case for the problem. In just kind of so, Ash. Now, I was in an interesting position that I was able to observe. You know, your the, you know the hominid type the species for a while which is why i am able to for over centuries so i'm able to like take the form whereas ash has only recently been able to be access to it in the form that he's in he's not able to present himself in this kind of state um that being said um that would not present or prevent ash from staying in this robot providing it, it continues to work ash could technically you know live out a life you know obtain personhood like i did that could be a thing that ash could do and ash already is a person if we're going to be real here but go on i mean yes but you know more ex like actually Legal you acknowledgement know, to like live like throughout like what is he doing throughout like time i guess i mean we do have a means at the moment which is this body because ash, ash is fresh ass uh, ash is fresh to this body uh not used to it so if ash could potentially get used to it at least they'd have a means to you know move around and interact meaningfully and I can do some basic repairs and any sort of adjustments as needed. Yeah, you can go shake down the Joes. Yeah, like I said, like I said, once once Sophie's cleared out, I'm, we're gonna conscript the Joes into this because they didn't write any. I doubt they wrote any documentation, so I'm gonna need to basically grill them until I actually know how this works, so I don't accidentally cause a force something to break. Now. That being said, um, Ash is able to move on his own uh, through that robot. Now, would it be possible 
the now kind of what Ash has been telling me about the body. Um, as long as the connections there exist, um, that uh, then they couldn't, um, they could, you know, move around really anything as long as their connections are there. So this body is not necessarily one that Ash has to be stuck to. Uh, You could hook it up to a drone, I guess. About that, Ash, do you... I have this little distributive network process that I've got working on. I think... Uh, Now, (laughs) and then actually, so Radio will actually kind of chime in because she's been kind of sitting there. Um, Now, those drones that you work on, they're kind of tiny i think the body needs to have something that you know the unit the with the jar can fit in so i don't know if the drones are gonna work oh no that's like uh elmas walks over to the little part of, of, of her workshop she's been keeping is like she takes out the imp work in progress raid basically the raid thing yep this was a central unit i was making so that we could always have resources to stuff in case something happens to one of the drones you can get it from that camera all to there i could easily make some quick modifications that lets ashley or plug into our the entire drone network uh sophie just kind of a little bit much kind of looks like i i guess this is going to be something that this is not going to be an overnight it will have to let ash kind of decide on his own Oh yeah, absolutely. No, like no pressure. I was giving. You mentioned that it didn't have to be that body. It's like here's an option. But we we've got a few options on the table at this point, and I think think Ash can think it over themselves. Yeah. Um. So as this is going on, um, Radia's had her kind of side bag going on. You can see the bags start to move a little bit. Uh, and Ray just kind of chimes in and is like, oh, uh, I guess someone else wanted to be in on this meeting. Uh, and she opens up her bag and takes out Bibbly. Yep. Uh, and Bibbly just kind of as jumps out of Radius' hand and just starts to move over to Ash. And Ash, in kind of, um, uh, as Bibli kind of, like, kind of gets into her form, like, she's carrying her book in kind of ghost form, kind of floating over to Ash, um, kind of just says to them to open up their hand. And as Ash does so, um, uh, Ash is able to, basically, as Ash holds the book that has Bibli, um, the lights on the robot tend to all light up because before you had seen some activity at once. And at this point, um, Ash is able to not only stands up, but is able to fully move around. What the hell did you do? That was uh, magic. And as one of the things, uh, basically Ash opens up, uh, or like, Ash basically is able to like fully move around, kind of looks more human than kind of robot now. 
and is like, it seems like this form, um, I see it just kind of looks at, at the book is like, if it was focused, like this person you have this, what you have with you is quite fascinating, but it actually brings out a point is the fact that I could fully move around in order to fully move to answer your question. It seems like to fully move around if I had access to and one thing that Sophie did mention is that, yes, if I wanted to become part of a colony, it would be take some time. However, um, should I choose to uh, the other way around, if something were to become part of my colony, it would be actually slightly a little bit easier. Hmm. Is that fine with you, Bibli? Joining this nymph's colony? Oh, I in Bibli just kind of uh, kind of takes control of the robot for a little bit. Uh, like the voice that it is changes like, oh, I, I'm not staying in this. I I know I'm better in the book. Uh, I just I... wanted to prove a point to you. Sounds to me more like we got to hunt down more jars. Ghosts. She's speaking of torpid. Mm -hmm. What did Aravia do with the stone necklace? Oh, that's still like, in the, the the room. Don't worry about that. She yeah, like is it out it in the haunts, open or is it, it in like a haunts, drawer or something? It's in a drawer, but it haunts the room. Ah, <laughs> nobody I, knows I, but her. I I forgot about that. Yeah, the room is haunted, and it's been haunted. So wait, that means the ghost has seen all of this. Oh goodness, no! What have we done? No, the ghost was sleeping. Probably. Maybe. It's nighttime, so the ghosts should be awake and fully aware of what's happening. <laughs> and only Ravia knows about it. I'm going to say for now that the ghost is sleeping because or oh, has, cho has choked well, one, yes, but also has, this would be a bit much that basically sell, like selectively choosing not to make themselves known. <laughs> It's fine, Aravi is not going to mention them if he doesn't appear. They're just lurking. Ah, I see. What they work on, people. They, they, work, they work on Joker rules. They don't do it unless it's funny. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? But yeah, so... Yeah, no, it just sounds like to me we got to get more jars. Because I can't imagine this is the only one. Yeah. Um, Bibli just kind of... Also, the book, at, as this is going on, the book just kind of... Uh, lifts out of Ash's hand and Billy kind of pops out of it again. I just wanted to make that point and then just kind of pops herself back into Radius bag. Why are you like this, Bibbly? She chooses not to respond. <laughs> oh, so I, for uh, I forgot to tell you this, Bobby, when when you went to see Toby, I'm guessing you took took the Joes to see Toby. Yes. I forgot to say, like, yeah, write Toby up the third and the cut. They're going to get their parts back. Yeah, they're they're just not getting their parts back. <laughs> Bobby um, was planning to go visit Brian in the morning. Okay, cool. Just let them know they're not getting their parts back unless unless Ashier decides to go for a different body. So I'm sure D Pass has something they can pay out of the budget to cover their loss. Yeah, I, I can imagine they can do something about it. Either way, in the meantime, we should at least work on helping Ash and tuning the robot. Yeah. So we get the means to give our good buddy, a colony. 
And I, I see what you mean about, yo, hey, I want to make the Tachikoma AI. Ah, I see. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, is there anything else you want to do with this? Nope. Nope. I think nope. we've hit the limit of it. Yep, I think we've got our points here. Um, uh, Ari, did you want to do anything you want to ask or point out? I can't think of anything. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, and in that case, uh, that is going to do it for that night. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Stories. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePuzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Puzzle and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.